Life Force. Life Force. It's another one of those movies that I caught late at night on TNT with Joe Bob Briggs or Monster <laughs> Vision or Up All Night or something. Yeah. Obviously, the nudity was edited. Yeah, how, uh, how does this movie play when they edit out the nudity? How long is it? Probably. An hour and ten minutes? Yeah. Well, no, because um, Space Girl, like the main lady that's naked uh, all the time. Space Force. She, uh... We're watching Life Force. Space Force watches Space Life Force. Force watches Life Force. She's actually only got, like, a total combined, like, seven minutes of screen time. Oh. So. So it's about an hour and 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Well, the other thing I realized, too, after I started watching is there is a director's cut of this movie, and I watched the theatrical version. Um, I don't know which one I watched. It was on Amazon, so uh, it's probably theatrical. No, I think it's director's cut. Oh, uh, yeah, because it was an hour and 51 minutes or yeah, something. Mine was, I watched mine was an hour and 42 minutes. This will be interesting. We're going to oh, yeah. different Mine group. was an hour and 56 minutes. Yes, I think the only big difference between the theatrical and the director's cut is there's more space shit in the director's cut. Mm-hmm. I started, I watched like the first five minutes of the director's cut after I realized it, and there's a couple things where I'm like, wow, that's kind of a weird shot. Especially yeah, when they're going into the uh, space uh, ship that they find in the Hammy's yeah. combat, and they're like, I think I've been here before. Yeah. <laughs> I just, uh, man, um, Toby Hooper just thought he was making fucking 2001 or some shit. Yeah, what was going on? Second. So it's a canon film. Monopoly yeah. Golem, his cousin, um, Globus, I think they really thought, they put a lot of money into this. They're like, you know, this is going to be our big one. That's what you said about Over the Top, too. Yep, that's <laughs> what they thought about a lot of their movies that they made towards the mid and late 80s. It's like, yeah, this is going to be the one. Which you guys, you guys won't hear because we uh, destroyed that episode by accident. <laughs> yeah, Over the Top got ruined by um, Audacity. Uh, we're going to try to piece it back together, maybe. We'll so it it'll, yeah, it'll just take a while to stitch it back together. So it's based on a novel called The Space Vampires, right? <laughs> yeah, I and, that. Um, Which seems like it would have been a way better movie or name for the movie. Well, that's what they, uh, I think that's what they originally, like, thought the movie was going to be called, too, but Globus and Golan were like, no, 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 that's going to make it sound, like, too much like our pulpy exploitation canon movies. We got to get, like, a real good title. <laughs> <laughs> Can I, like, burst their bubble a little bit here? Uh, this is a pulpy exploitation canon movie. They just, it's just a shitty one. Oh. It's yeah, bo- but it's, bo- it's the it's the worst kind of pulpy exploitation movie. It's boring. Um. Well, yeah. So there's like a lot going on with this movie, like where the ideas and the different people involved's visions like didn't line up at all. Like it's... everyone seemed to think they were making a different movie than they were. Oh, uh, so it's like a season of American Horror Story. Yeah. Well, so check it out. Um, Cannon Group producers, obviously, they got a lot to say. Um, written by Dan O'Bannon, right? You know, he wrote Alien, he directed Return of the Living Dead. Pretty serious, important there's some, screenwriter for, like, sci-fi and horror in the 80s. There's some uh, puppet work in here that reminds me of Return of the Living Dead. Yeah. Yeah, so he was basically, he wrote the screenplay, he was trying to basically do, like, somewhat... in space? No, he's trying to do a somewhat serious, like, space horror movie, like, akin to Alien. I guess. I mean, I don't know, I'd have to, I'd have to read Space Vampires, but if, to me, the, the title of Space Vampires, and it's a book... It's already going to be pulpy. Yeah. I don't know how you make that shit serious, but that's just me. Well, Alien's kind of pulpy, too. I guess, but... but Alien, there's nothing scary about the fucking sexy space vampire. You know what I mean? No. 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 They made a lot of mistakes. Um, It's directed by Toby Hooper. So, famously, this is the guy that did Texas Chainsaw Massacre. uh, Salem's Lot. Poltergeist. Um, Billy Idol's Dancing With Myself music video, of course. <laughs> Big credit to his name. Uh, he wanted to cast Billy Idol in this movie, but I guess, like, scheduling didn't line up. Oh, damn it. It would have been cool if he was, like, the main vampire. <laughs> Instead of the lady. <clears throat> yeah. I would've... Oh, man, I'm way more into that movie already. But, yeah, so, uh, Toby Hooper was, you know, he was on the way up, obviously, right? When you Not those this. credits. Well, he signed on for a three-picture deal with Canon. He did Life Force. Um, Invaders from Mars, and Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, which, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 is not bad, but it's definitely an unnecessary sequel. Yeah, it's true of almost every horror sequel, though. Yeah, and it's just, I mean, it's just not as good as the first one at all, because the first one was like, you know, a passion project, you really wanted to do it. Second one's just like, 
I don't know. We'll just do it again. I don't know. I have problems with the first one, too. I mean, it's it's uh, it's a grindhouse exploitation movie. You know, it's not going to win any awards, <laughs> but it is what it is. It's way too much screaming. The audio <laughs> yeah. mix in that movie is, is horrible. Well, I just like the story of, like, when they were filming the, like, dinner table scene. And it was, like, so, like, suffocatingly hot. And everyone was dehydrated and kind of, like having a bad time and the guy playing Leatherface is like dying in his costume and he's like like getting so confused and hallucinating he's like I'm actually supposed to kill these kids like I <laughs> so that's Wish my chains up. and then obviously it was it is a cultural phenomenon they um basically did uh Resident Evil 7 was basically just Texas Chainsaw Massacre that's okay, yeah. yeah Resident Evil 4 kind of already Lean heavily on that in the opening scenes. Resident Evil 4 is the one in Spain, right? Yeah. With the... Uh, yeah, with the... What are the monsters in it called? Hmm, I don't know. I remember. I don't know. Resident Evil Monflagos. Crazy video game series. Uh, Resident Evil 7 is not that bad, but it is just like, alright, well, it takes a chainsaw massacre, but then also mold monsters, and, um, you know... Shit. Um, I last Resident Evil actually was Resident Evil Five with you, and we yeah. got about halfway, and the save file got corrupt. Yeah, and then I haven't played Resident Evil since then. Resident Evil Five. Um, oh, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get the remake when it comes out for Resident Evil Two. Yeah, I guess this is like, a weird tangent we're on. For well, well, a lot of people that are major Resident Evil fans, uh, Resident Evil Five supposedly is when they took that turn into like too over the top because apparently there's a part where Chris like punches a boulder to death. <laughs> But I, mean, I might have played that part, but I yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I just think it's um, it's already kind of a and then it's like, a hokey move. They're based yeah, on it's campy. Movie, yeah, so. it's campy. You almost became a Jill sandwich. Oh. Uh, yeah, but anyways, um, yes, yeah, so I guess Texas Chainsaw Massacre fits for pulpy, campy horror stuff. People were taking Resident Evil Seven really seriously though, but it's people take video games really seriously. Yeah. Video games, Kyle. Video. Oh uh, man, you know what's weird is I hate when people use game. As a verb, like, like going gaming. No, like no, just, just game. Like, do game. Like I was reading some some you know, game. I read it about just like oh, what do you do with your things you do with your spouse or whatever. It's like we game together. Yeah, no, we got two different setups. So like, like if one of us is you know feel is do feels like gaming, we just be there game and then watching TV and YouTube. But you know maybe we game together. We're doing game. Mm-hmm. It's like fucking. You mean play games? Mm-hmm. Playing video games? I just, it, for some reason, the vernacular of it, like, just really bothers me. Like, game has a verb. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just gonna go game. I'm like, what? What the fuck do you mean? You mean go play a game? No, I'm a game. Uh, I just, I'm just an old, old man, man yelling at the clouds. <laughs> um, yeah, so Cannon probably killed Toby Hooper's career. Also, I would poltergeist a lot of people say he shouldn't be credited as director, because apparently it was more Steven Spielberg that directed it. That's the... That's the uh, the word on the street. Yeah. So, I mean, if that's the case, then um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre was, like, a good student film. Um, Salem's Lot was a good TV movie. And uh, Billy I Was Dancing With Myself was an okay music video. <laughs> so he's not that great. Dancing with myself. Dancing with myself. Hey, remember when Billy Idol killed his career with uh, Cyberpunk? Well, I mean, I was pretty young when that album actually came out, but I'm aware of it <laughs> in like the history of music. Yeah, Cyberpunk. He was already like not punk, anyways, like for most of his career. Yeah, but he really shouldn't have shown everybody how unpunk he was at that point. Well, you fucking Cyberpunk, man, it's a big genre now. But now it's uh. Fucking nerds on the internet that don't really know what cyberpunk is and just make uh, synthwave music or even verges on like vaporwave and shit. I like, I'm tired of like these internet meme music shit because all of it sounds bland and exactly the same. Like, oh yeah, no, this is synthwave, this is outrun, this is vaporwave, this is paperwave, this is. Motherfucker, it all sounds like the same. You're just using like nostalgia samples and synth. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I feel that way about a lot of subgenres of music. You're just cutting it up so to the point. Really, what it is is like, oh, I'm a hard rock. It's just I. You're you're trying to say you sound like one particular man, but you're making up a name for it. 
Well, yeah, because all those genres are basically... Drive came out. People really liked the Kavinsky song on the soundtrack, Night Call. And then they're like, oh, there's not a lot of music like this. Let's start just start doing it. Except for what's really weird about it is uh, Drive came out in, like, 2010. And then the Synthwave Outrun craze didn't start until, like, maybe 2015. So it's like, man, you're fucking even late to the game on the movie that you're still an inspiration from. Or the song from the movie that you're still an inspiration but from. But sometimes it takes time for, like, a, a movie to permeate culture, Kyle. I guess, but I feel like when Drive came out, it was a big deal. Also, I'm so motherfucking hip. I was already listening to this <laughs> in 2010. So fuck all you guys. It's a very self-serving. Yeah. I mean, I'm just, like, cooler than fucking everybody. So. <laughs> These things happen. Speaking well, of epic... You've very little. Yeah, speaking of um, cool, epic music, this is how our movie starts. I don't remember the music being that cool. Right it's there. fucking the London Symphony, Symphony Orchestra, and it's just, like, crazy big orchestra music, and it's like, fucking, this doesn't fit this movie at all. Life Force, they were gonna get Oscars? I don't know, I don't know what Canon <laughs> was thinking. But yeah, this will be the big one, we're gonna be rich. Uh, yeah, it, I can't remember if it was in the director's cut, because I, I, I watched the first part of it, but there is a fucking opening scroll in the theatrical cut. Mm-hmm. What, what does it say? I don't know, I didn't write it down, but... Basically, the the there's a joint American-British mission to go explore Haley's Comet, and they're almost there. Oh, um, yeah, no, that's not in the version I watched, and it also seems completely unnecessary, because we immediately figure that out. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's a bunch of British people and one American guy. <laughs> um, yeah, and then the title flies right at you. Life Force! It's like... Forced life. Based on the novel, The Space Vampires. Oh, in the theatrical version, there's voiceover work telling you about what's going on. There's a voiceover. Like, this is the crew of the Churchill that I remember are out here in space. Yeah, it sounds like really like retro, like one of the bad 50s sci-fi movies. Uh-huh. So it's actually pretty cool. Um, they're in a really shitty space set. You notice that? It's just like... Yeah, all the space work in this movie is not good. Like their spaceship is... um. Looks like the front of a bus, but with like blinking lights. I don't know. It's just okay. Well, and then when they go out for their spacewalk to the to get to the alien spaceship, the green screen work is just terrible. Yeah, and like um, it's like why even show that? You have to have a better way of conveying that they're going to the ship than that crappy uh, guy floating across the screen. Yeah, and they forget to use um, propulsion effects mm-hmm. until later on in the movie, so it does just look like they're... It looks like they're just floating. It looks like a static image that's just, like, it's floating. like being pulled across yeah. the screen. Okay, great job there. Um, there is one guy who also has an American accent, but he's got a British flag on his uniform, and he's totally overdubbed. <laughs> so he must have had a really British accent. I guess, yeah. I wonder what it, I'm sure in the British release of the movie he had his original accent. It was probably like really a really thick Yorkshire accent. <laughs> You know, they got some Viking tongue in their, their language still. In Yorkshire? In Yorkshire? Is yeah. that one of the places where the Vikings settled down? Yeah. Interesting. I mean, England's some sort of founded by Vikings. They're northern Germanic peoples. Angles and Saxons, you say? Yeah. I guess they're technically not Vikings because they're pre-migration. They're Germans, but... Yeah, but... No, I mean, it's like... This is Same you know, ethnic, same linguistic group. Yeah, Germans and, Vi- and, and you know, Vikings are Norse or Swedish. I, I kind of always look at them as the same sort of people. Yeah, I'm, yeah uh, I think the northern... Like, the Viking language is Scandinavian. Those are Germanic languages. Mm-hmm. The Germans. They're the people that the Romans couldn't holocaust. <laughs> couldn't get them all. I mean, Caesar was gonna do it, but he uh, he got stabbed in the Senate before yeah. he had a chance. And they came back to bite Rome, huh? <laughs> yeah. uh, anyways, uh, these Anglo-Saxons are like, yeah, let's. Uh, well, I guess what should we do? There's a, sp- a spooky ship out there, and luckily there's an American cowboy on board. <laughs> he's like, we're gonna go check it out. <laughs> yeah, he's like, we're gonna go take a look. This is a once in a lifetime opportunity. I mean, he's not fucking wrong. It's true, but I, it's just like. Um, this movie is just a lot of really reluctant, like, um, self-conscious British people, and then one crazy American <laughs> cowboy. <laughs> it's interesting, like, how cliche all the characters are. Yeah, it is really bad. I, I will say, though, if a group of, like, uh, astronauts went out into space, and they they go to Haley's Comet, and they, 
there's a spaceship there and they can't radio back to Earth, I'm not. I wouldn't be shocked if they go check it out. I mean, I probably would too. Yeah. I'd be like, well, you know, your what? space explorers, you already agreed to shoot yourself up into space with, you know, questionable chances of return because you're going to explore a comet. Mm-hmm. Check out the fucking alien spaceship. Why not? Yeah, I mean, like, for my dad in space anyways, may as well be Yo, the first well. one to fucking alien. Uh, speaking of which, this alien ship, so it looks a little bit like a dick, but then it also looks like, um... When you go inside, it's a goddamn vagina. Yeah. Little, Don't say it looks a little bit like a vagina. Well, I know a vagina well, when I see no, the, uh, <laughs> one of the people... A vaginal the, canal, to be One familiar. of the, um, astronauts on it when they're going through it. I feel like I've like, been here before. Like, it says, uh, oh, it's, like, similar, uh, it seems like it's organic, like, similar to, like, an artery or something. It's like, no, that's a vaginal canal. <laughs> <laughs> it's a birthing canal, so... But, uh, the ship also kind of looks like, um... You know, some trees have, like, barbed little shit that they'll shoot out to... Yeah, the... Especially when it opens up at the end. Mm-hmm. So they can spread their seeds and, you know... Uh, fungus-like, almost. Yeah, so that was interesting. Um, whoever designed that ship does interesting choice they made. One of the few interesting choices in the movie. I like the most interesting choice is how naked everybody is. Well, I, th- I guess it's just because... Well, you find out later that they just didn't... That's not what they look like. They're just like, oh, we gotta turn these humans on so we can suck their life force, so we'll just be sexy humans. And sexy humans are naked, I guess. Or they just don't wear clothes. Cause she wears clothes at one point in the movie. She's got her death shroud on. Because <laughs> this movie uh, is fucking Dracula. <laughs> this is the story of Dracula. It kind of, but like a shitty Dracula. Uh, but no, they basically are like, hey, you know what? Dracula. <laughs> I mean, if you to be fair, a lot of movies, vampire movies are just... Dracula. Well, I mean, this is, like, story beats yeah. from Dracula. <laughs> it, it, even down to the point, like, how many char- so many characters seem to be the main character, and then mm-hmm. the, there's always, like, a shifting perspective of who we're supposed to be rooting for. At one point, yeah. isn't, um, one of the main characters, Dr. Bukovic? Bukovic? He's, um, he's got, yeah, crazy, not... English name. Yeah, and he just, like, dies off screen and disappears, and that's it. That's last mm-hmm. season. But, well, he was our main character at one point. For a second, yeah, it seemed like he was going to be the main character. Yeah. Um, but... A so, lot of weird writing. Yeah, we got these cool psychedelic cuts. Bram Stoker didn't do that. <laughs> I like. I do like these, like, psychedelic, like, weird time-shifty cuts. And I was always like, expecting, like, an stuff. interplay, uh, Austin Powers kind of dance scene in between. Yeah. <laughs> They're, <laughs> like... <laughs> Going down the uh, artery. Yeah. Okay, I think I've been here before. Oh, it feels so strange. And like, oh, it's like, interesting. Like Toby Hooper was trying. Um. Then they go. Looks like they arrive on the set of Alien. You know, and they find the space jockey, and everything's all just organic, metallic HG Geiger type shit. Yeah. They're like, hey, you know what? Let's just recreate that. Oh, and they're like, oh, it's freaking bats. Oh, bats! Freaking bats! It's fucking freaking bats. Oh, Halloween. <laughs> Um, and then here's what they they have propulsion in these scenes. And they they fucking broke. I don't know if this is in the dark sky. Oh, they, they broke the bats. They broke off. the bat. Like man, what is this? Oh, it's oh, better break it. Completely desiccated. Yeah, but now they got like little um fart gas coming out of their backpacks to propel themselves. But I guess they didn't need that in open space. <laughs> Whatever, Toby Hooper. I don't know if that's his call, right? How much of the movie did he handle post production? That's a good point, actually. Because he did spend a lot of time shooting these interior space scenes, and they actually look pretty good. So, yeah, that they might have just been like, fucking, I don't know, here's 50 bucks. Get those spacemen in that ship. <laughs> Make sure there's some green fart gas everywhere in space. And then they go, and there's the babes. Fuck yeah. Um, and then, like, some of the, like, what... The, the music, main... I like the music here, it sounds like they're using a the theremin, mm-hmm. but it might just be, um, like, they're just kind of filled with, like, human vocals. The, uh, the main cowboy American guy, like, mm-hmm. really intently focused on the, the lady vampire, but, like, some of his co-workers, his fellow astronauts, are, you know, perusing the male vampires as mm-hmm. well, like, strong in the pants. Well, he's, my note says he's mesmerized by the thickness. <laughs> And then, um, one of the dudes mentions, uh, well, they're trying to radio back to the ship. And like, oh, we're not getting any picture. I'm, you said you saw a naked lady? <laughs> I'm, uh, can, can I get those? We're not seeing anything. Uh, we need, can we, you, uh, uh, can you turn the camera off and on, please? Uh, we, we really need to see what's going on in there. Uh, where, where are the pics at? 
And then one dude mentions I've been in space for six months. This is all looking real good to me. <laughs> so that's why they're like checking out the dudes too. They're like, I'm tired of fucking all these other astronauts. <laughs> well, I mean, there's one lady astronaut, and they she gives that dude the side eye as soon as he says that. Mm-hmm. Which is also like she's a pretty good looking woman herself. Like I don't, and also six months. Like oh man, six months in space. I'm going crazy. It's not that bad. I think you'll be all right. I think you can masturbate in space. <laughs> you have to do it in a special bag. It'll also propel you, propel you through space. <laughs> That's how they got to the alien ship. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, everyone, go. Pew. Yeah, the the alien vampires. Clear, very clear. There's some sex, sex magic's going on here. Mm, Just yes, like in vampire uh, stuff. Uh, that Dan. What the hell is that dude's name? Uh, Angels and airwaves. Arthur. Zoom <laughs> Dunes. Uh, Dan Brown. Dan Brown. <laughs> Very Wasn't that what the there's like some Christian sex cult? That was the whole thing of uh, Da Vinci Code. No, that was Opus Die. Well, not a, or Opus Day. They're not a Christian sex cult. They exist for real. They're like I know they're... a sect that like flagellates themselves a lot, but maybe for sexual. No, no, not him. The other, the uh, the woman, the main character lady. Her her adopted father was in like some weird Christian sex cult. Oh, I thought they just were like the people. I don't know, it's been a long time since I've seen the red book. They were into the descendants of Jesus because they thought Mary Magdalene and Jesus had a child. So there's like a... No, there's a whole weird sex element going on. I don't... There usually is in like (laughs) some of these weird evangelical Christian Let's let's just talk about some of the uh, problems that the Catholic Church had. (laughs) Yeah, come on. Let the priest fuck, but not little kids. If you let them fuck, I'll probably stop molesting little kids. Not all of them. You gotta walk. I mean, like, it shouldn't be that big of a problem. Like, it doesn't seem to line up with the prevalence of pedophilia in the larger community. No. So, something's going on. Or maybe people that are pedophiles that grew up religiously feel like that'll be a way for them to yeah, no. battle their personal demons right. to join the church. It'll help them. I was thinking the other day, like, I should have gotten to the Catholic Church because I think it'd be funny for me to do confession or whatever, and then for people to be like, thank you, Father McDonald. <laughs> Just because our last name is kind of funny. <laughs> <For a reason>. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's it. It's totally changed my life just for, you know. Bells. Yeah, and it'll only be funny for like a couple weeks probably. And then I'd be like, man, what a mistake. <laughs> um, now we go 30 days later, and I was like, all right, cool. I'm tired of the spaceship. <clears throat> so I was happy for that. But, um, you know, we're done. But no, we're not. No, we'll be back. Because uh, they're like, oh, Churchill's here. But he's not talking to us. He's not responding. What's going on? I guess we'll spend up another spaceship to take a look. Columbia. Yeah, they go inside and they're like, ah, skeletons. Well, first they got a sock dock. There's a lot of like really subtle sexual innuendo in this movie. Mm-hmm. Just like 2001, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's in there. I don't know. Uh, they get the, well, yeah, so the skeletons everywhere, shit's all burns up. They're like, huh, what? Oh Houston, God. we have a problem. Yeah. It's been a fire. Yeah. But they're like, well, let's get the ship records. And they pull out, like, big-ass, like, VHS beta tapes. <laughs> like, yes, the future. <laughs> My question is, what would the ship records at NASA, what would, what did the black box look like currently in the space shuttles? Because they had space shuttles at that point so mm-hmm. like what did they look like <laughs> what did they look like why didn't you just copy that maybe that's what they look like when they did uh, yeah they could have just been real to real shit yeah well probably not though in 1985 I don't know I don't think so not in space I don't know uh, but they find the vampires <laughs> and one of the dudes is like you gotta get in here you gotta see this shit <laughs> there's a fucking babe there's a crazy sex vampire <laughs> in here you gotta see this babe alright let's bring these fellas to earth see what they're all about <laughs> my notes are right naked Blimey, miracle day! <laughs> I don't know, they seem like they're dead. Their coffins are, like, real, but not real. Some, I don't know, they're trying to make it all mystical. I'm like, oh, we don't understand this spooky space stuff. I don't know, I don't care. And then there's some dude on TV talking about Haley Bob Comet. <laughs> and he's like, oh, yeah, fucking disaster is Latin for evil star. That's what the Romans called it. So, this star's evil foreshadowing i guess but it doesn't seem relevant to what's going on anyways it might have been cut from your version because it really seemed completely i don't think i ever saw it uh yeah but then uh so they got the uh sexy vampire babe space girl as she's called that's the only she's ever referred to in the movie as space girl 
that's accredited in it until the May ass face girl. Um, yeah, this security guy's gonna creep on her. It's not his fault, he's drawn out sex magic. I guess, but also, he's probably just a creep. <laughs> Maybe, probably. Well, he's the first one to fall into it, he's probably like already ready, like, hmm. He's not the first one to fall into it, like the entire crew of the Churchill fell into He's the first one to go for it, where he's just like... We don't know that, we don't know what happened. I don't know, man, I'm gonna sh- 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 kiss this crazy sex vampire. No, he's gonna touch the titty. But then she wakes up and is like, hey, what are you trying to do? I'm trying to touch his titties. <laughs> so um, she makes sure to give him a big old kiss for his sexual assault. <laughs> Meanwhile, the uh, our doctor friend is uh, sitting silently. He's smoking. watching it. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, that dude is smoking the entire movie. Yeah, he's a doctor. <laughs> he's probably smoking uh, camels because it was what eight out of ten doctors recommended. <laughs> Back in the old days, anyhow. Yeah, so he's smoking camels, having a good time. He's watching it on the. Security camera. What's going on here? And he sees that she's awake and up. Something strange going on, but he's just kind of waiting. Hmm. Then he runs off and he's like, oh, I got What's this all about? When she kisses him, she does spooky space magic. Um, And after the kiss, he gets turned into the queen. (laughs) (laughs) That's like the doctor runs in there. He's like, oh, Madam Queen, what are you doing here? (laughs) Your Majesty. And she's like, where are my corgis? We all die. Yeah, and soon <laughs> she'll be next. Like, the queen seems like an okay lady, I guess. Um, I mean, it's best... I I like her as much as I can reasonably like a person that... Is royalty? Is royalty. Yeah. Yeah, and no, I don't care. I'm I really don't... I don't understand America's fatuation with uh, British royalty. I could have sworn in fire war to not have to worry about that shit. Yeah. I'm like, oh... Prince Harry is getting married. I'm glad he married an American um, uh, mixed race girl, though. Take that, royalty. Fucking doing it. We out here. Go, go, regular people. <laughs> so this doctor's in there with the spooky space lady. He looks like he's about to get kissed, too. And then another doctor is watching on the computer <laughs> Yeah, screen. I know, right? And for a second, I thought it was going to be like a series <laughs> of running in, getting kissed, and like going to save the other guy and getting kissed, and like... She's just gonna stack up like a dozen of these like dumb doctors. <laughs> so I'm like just running her one at a time like a cartoon. <laughs> yeah, that would have been great. That could have been the whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> and so the after Earth is depopulated. Yeah. Yeah, but um, I guess she escapes, but she just kind of walks out. Um, but, um, then there's some British security guys. Hey, hey, love. Some, you want a biscuit? Have some me biscuit. You want a digestive? Eh? <laughs> <laughs> I just love, uh, I love seeing all these. What's this, love? You want yourself a digestive, then, eh? I love just seeing all these like goofy British men from the eighties. Like, there's something about British dudes in movies for most of my life where they're always just like fucking nerds you know what i mean like i don't star think... wars uh yeah they're always like uptight and like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i there's like i don't think there was any cool british people in movies until like the um 2005 yeah even when patrick stewart shows up in this you're like yeah i know yeah <laughs> he's scottish right but yeah he's scottish but still <laughs> he's doesn't seem he's not like from glasgow yeah. I mean, I like <laughs> he's uh, he's very Shakespearean. You're uptight, more uh, you're more train spotting in your Scottish. Yeah, well, because Patrick Stewart is British before he's Scottish. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I get it. Yeah, but yeah, so these British dorks are like, hey, have some biscuit, come on, and uh, don't worry, that dude's just fucking killed. <laughs> She's absent. No, he lives. Is he the one that lives? He lived. They all, all the security guards live. Oh, she just, like, knocks him out? And she walks off. Yeah. If I was that old guy, or even after the first guy got knocked out by space lasers, I'd have been like, fuck it, you're free to go. Have a good time. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, and uh, she fucking blows out the windows. It's pretty cool. There's a weird, like, synth sound in the background. She does it. I was like, ah, if only this one scene could somehow spread it out into the rest of the movie and make it interesting. Make the rest of it good. <laughs> Yeah, but it doesn't. Um, they had a uh, rubber like feet go go glued to the bottom of her feet for that scene, so she walked on the bus. Yeah. Kiss, you're curious about how she did it. I wasn't. I assume there's some sort of movie magic. Oh no, she's just tough as hell. She's like, I don't care. Then we get the detective. He's here to detect. <laughs> <laughs> the best, yeah. So um, the SAS guy's here, and yeah, he's coming in. 
and his the people around. So there's a guy with the camera, and some dude grabs the camera, takes it away, throws the film out, and then he's like, "Sorry, because they're British." Sorry, <laughs> can't have that now, can we? Uh, sorry. <laughs> he's like, "Fuck your camera." Sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, King Queen Country. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry about that, fella. Uh, so yeah, so oh, you know, like, no. Canadians have Sorry. the stereotype for being just like super friendly and polite, and yeah, well, British have a different stereotype. Well, they're like being very proper. Yeah, but like it's also like fake. Yeah. You know? Well, I mean, people have a stereotype of Americans that were very uh, friendly and like, fake friendly, mm. fake nice, smile too much at strangers. Um, I don't think Americans are very friendly, but not in Arizona. Nah, or really like in the Bay Area. What? I mean, we we yeah, know all our neighbors. Yeah, and people, we talk I to mean, people. in the neighborhood, yeah, but like you wouldn't be walking around. You'd be. Like, I remember like I don't know. I don't remember it being like. But it was. I guess compare it to here, where I don't. I don't talk to any of my fucking neighbors. Yeah. Well, Arizona. Oh, Arizona's weird. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I just think it's. I do think it's weird to like wave at strangers and. I don't wave at people. Think you can smile when you talk. The only thing I ever do is like. Uh, thank people, you're welcome for like holding doors, stuff like that, or like oh, once in a while, like, <laughs> yeah, and then, um, like head nods to like other dudes a lot of the time happens, and so, okay, yeah, but you know, that's about it for my friendliness with strangers. I'm <laughs> <laughs> like, yes, I see you, you're also another big man, okay. Um, I don't head nod to anybody. Oh, no, no, I always do the down one, um, never the up one, unless it's someone I know, which is weird because. I feel like it's um an animalistic thing. Like, I'm oh, sure. I can't, it's definitely... I can't expose my neck to you. I don't know you. It's part of our monkey brand, I'm sure. Yeah, that's interesting, though. Uh, crazy doctor guy's like, man, I'm so sweaty. That was the sexiest and most horrible thing that ever happened oh, to me. I'm so hot right now. He looks like... Let me talk to you about life force. <laughs> he just, he's on Molly right now. <laughs> that's what's going on. He's, like, all sweaty and shit. And everything like, feel, I touch feels so good. Oh, man, you'll never believe this shit. I've got, like, the craziest boner right now. Colonel, 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 let me tell you about Life Force. And then he's like, I gotta smoke a cigarette. And he's like, man, I'm way more nauseous than I thought I was. I need to go outside and catch my breath. He's on Molly. <laughs> I wanted this guy. Uh, he, um, he starts talking to the other doctor, though. Yeah. Because our main character is gone now. So we're, here's another doctor we're going to talk to. He's going to be another. No, well, our new main character is this Colonel, the uh, SAS detective. Yeah, but we don't even know that yet, really. Because he's coming in as, I guess. But he's like, uh, I see you're interested in death. And he's like, yeah, I like oh, death. And then he's like, him and trash. He starts talking about, they go on more about This life. old man would tear trash apart. I just picture a bunch of old men coming and grabbing and tearing me apart. This is the old man she's talking about. Damn. Uh, they talk about life force a little bit more. And he's like, yeah, she's kind of like a vampire. Whoa. I can't believe that shit. I think they cut that from the theatrical. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, my... <laughs> I feel like I would have called that on my notes. But no, my note just says, a vampire. A vampire? Remember that one time you drew a picture? Vampires? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, vampires. Because it was like super like fake. Well, Satirically my... like dark. It was my satirical one of the of uh, the kids that are writing the weird poetry. Yeah. Remember when it was on Grace Journal and like, all these people were writing this weird shit. About vampires and werewolves yeah. and <laughs> demons. Yeah. I mean, I think that still goes on, but it's on Tumblr. Also, I'm not, like, 17 anymore, so I don't give a shit. Yeah, you're not exposed to it very much. I take a look once in a while, see what the kids are into, just because, like, teenagers are always into weird shit on the internet. I like to see how weird it gets. Um, It's gotten kind of over-the-top weird, where uh, they're... I've like, seen Sonic fandom, so I have Well, idea. no, I think it's getting into dangerous territory now, where there's, like, a pedophilia acceptance movement kind of on Tumblr, whereas, oh, it's just another orientation. Fucking the Republicans were right. It's a slippery slope. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I don't think so. I don't no, it's just the people on the internet. That was not going to catch on. I also really love it when people try to use the argument, like, oh, she's already gone through puberty, so it's not pedophilia. Yeah, it's a feel of feeble. Oh, yeah, okay, let's, let's split here. Hairs here, you fucking weirdo creeps. Yeah, um, also, um, young girls look young to me now as a 13 year old man. Like, even if I see, like, 19, 20, 21, 20, like... They look young, right? They look young, like, I don't even know if I can talk to you. It'll make me feel weird. <laughs> I mean, I talk to them at work all the time, because... You have no choice. I have to interact with them, but... 
Let's see. It's like I wouldn't go out of my way to have an interaction with a 19 or 20 year old girl. No. Mm-mm. 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 They look young. Uh, yeah, so you guys on the internet, you creeps. There's the, oh, the loudest shoulder touch ever happens. We're watching one of the sergeants look in at the two <laughs> male. Yeah, a, and, he, and like you see the guy coming up. These handsome blokes there. Hey, you see no. the other guy coming up behind him, and he touches his shoulder, and for some reason, there's just like a lot of crashing noise. Yeah. It's like, what? Why did that I thought the dudes were breaking out. Yeah, and then the uh, they do break out, though. Yeah. They well, blow the shit out of the He's class. really staring at these guys. He's into them. Well, yeah, because they're, they're sexy vampire boys. Yeah, is this a comment on like the Kinsey scale of uh, sexuality, or is this we're supposed to assume this guy is full on homosexual? I think it's the power of the vampires, but as, um, or the power of the, the, the reality of the Kinsey scale, um, seen through the power of six space vampires. <laughs> it's a little bit of both. Wow, this movie did deserve an Oscar. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say a Grammy, but I don't think the music's that good. Yeah, they shoot the shit out of these vampires, but they're like, we don't care, we love bullets. <laughs> we eat bullets for breakfast. We're impervious to bullets. And they <laughs> very gingerly throw grenades at them <laughs> and hide around the corner. Very British grenade yeah. throwing. Like, oh, so oh, 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 love. Oh, oh, heavens. Oh, golly. And then uh, it cuts away. Because uh, they hear the explosion, the SAS man, and they're like, oh, we gotta go check out, see what's going on with that. Um, when they get down there, though, mm-hmm. Sergeant and his other sergeant seem fine. They're on the phone, like, oh, yeah, everything is under control now. We, we blew him up. Fucking blew him up. No problem. And, uh, oh, look, there's parts of them everywhere. So, like, well, alright, seems fine then. We'll just go. We're gonna no, go. Real good show, then. Yeah. Wonderful. <laughs> good show, chaps. We're going to go dissect. The other guy. Uh, so let me know if you find a lovely woman and like to touch a titty. <laughs> uh, yeah, so they're going to dissect uh, the original victim. Um, this is where you're talking about, like, returning living dead. Yeah, puppet work. This cool puppet who comes to life. He's all shriveled up. And he's like, kiss me, other doctor. Um, it was terrifying for me. Before the puppet came to life, there's like a, a shot from the perspective of the puppet, and it's like all the surgeons gathered around, and I was like, oh my god, look at all these stern British faces. This <laughs> <laughs> is terrifying. Nobody smile. Yeah. Uh, all the other surgeons and shit just watched as this dust zombie hits <laughs> the other surgeon. Like, you think you'd just be like, no. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> We just watched it happen. Uh, he comes back. Well, they're scientists, so we gotta observe. I guess, but they're like terrified. Like they're intimidated by this fucking dusty skeleton. That dude comes back to life, though. He sucked the life force out of the other dude. I mean, whatever. He seems surprised he's back to life too. Yeah. But and then one of the other doctors starts finally starts just going to action. He readies some sedative. Yeah, he's like, "Whoa, shit! We can put this guy to sleep. Put him in prison. He's a kisser." <laughs> Uh, cut to another victim of Space Girl, and they're talking to just, you know, a couple of chaps, you know, a real, a real couple of lads out in the woods, and, uh, I guess they were creeping on this lady in Space Girl, the victim, because they're like, oh, yeah, you know, she wasn't wearing too many clothes, uh, you thought, you know, might, uh, you know, they might be, you know, and that's this thing, he goes, he's just like, Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> uh, you don't say. Yeah. Yeah, you're looking to stick your penis into it. I understand. Uh, I mean, well, if they thought they were going to be doing some lesbian stuff and they could watch from the bushes. <laughs> A little mutual masturbation. And SS guy is, like, familiar with that because he mm. probably went to private, British private school. Oh, yes, that's right. Yeah, of course. Yeah, Oh, yes, right. Me and my chaps. Yeah, so they're really concerned that she has clothes now. Cause, oh shit, she's got a disguise. I'll never be able to identify her with clothes on. I'm pretty sure this entire sequence isn't in the uh, theatrical version. Oh really? Yeah. Man, you missed out. It did uh, really ruin the pace of them revealing. Oh look, here's another deflated man. We could just break him apart. Uh, but after two hours, they come back to life and they suck in souls and all that shit. And then one of them runs into the gate and turns to dust. Yeah, that all happens in the same sequence in the theatrical version. Yeah, which makes more sense. But I do think it was, I just, yeah. Yeah, sure. oh, tell me more. <laughs> it's like immediately, he's like, oh, yes, of course. Yeah. Uh, no, 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 say no more. <laughs> I have got it. Ah, uh, yeah, of course. Oh, uh, there's no something here. <laughs> yeah. the, we found the space capsule from the Churchill. 
Like, oh, where is it? Tejas. It's gonna land in Tejas. <laughs> and be like, oh no. Oh, Tejas. I've never been to the place. That's where the cowboys live. That's where the cowboys going. He's going home. Yeah. How did the end up? How did the American end up in Texas? Oh, his trajectory was shitty because he's in a escape. <laughs> I mean, odd, the odds are you actually end up in the ocean somewhere. Yeah, because that's where most of the Earth is. But uh, not nah, Texas. It just happened. Uh, yeah, so the American guy from space is in the capsule of the escape pod. I don't know why he arrived later than Churchill, too. I also was like, what? Why wouldn't he just... Well, I mean, the Churchill well, the Churchill arrived in Earth's orbit. I assume he arrived around the same time, right? And they just left the Churchill up in orbit. We have no long, hell idea. Long oh, maybe idea he didn't... Down. Maybe he didn't shoot out of the escape pod until after the... So the Churchill arrives in orbit. He's still on the Churchill. Well, I assume that he leaves shortly before he arrives in orbit. Yeah, I don't know. But like, the escape pod doesn't have any propulsion, right? So he's just waiting for the to pull into Earth's gravity. And then, oh, you don't think it has any propulsion? I assume it doesn't, but... Like, I guess maybe it just gets launched out of the ship towards the Earth. And yeah, I mean, it's like the space shows don't have really have a space escape pod, so I don't know the, uh, the science behind this. Yeah. Um, well, no, they, so they rescue the American guy. Uh, they get him to England real fast. Like, it's just a cut, and he's now in England. And he's like, oh, I guess more bland English food. Do you have more of those uh, boiled lamb shanks? <laughs> Did uh, you put in... We uh, made sure not to put any seasoning on this meat <laughs> so you can enjoy it. I mean, just a, spr- a sprinkle of salt. <laughs> um, I do feel like the uh, the stereotypical like white people can't cook is, is purely British. British. Yeah. yeah, it's British people. Well, yeah, because uh, Italian food... Um, Spanish food, Spanish food, French food, um, Polish food. Yeah, um, Polish food. There's tons of shit that's from white people. Just you know, not British. Yeah, it's just the thing is, um, just like not all black people are a unified culture. Not all white people have a unified culture. What? <laughs> yeah. When people say white in the United States, what they're really referring to is. Wasps. Yeah, just like this weird flavorless mayonnaise culture that Germans and English gave us. So you mean Germans gave us? Yeah, because English. Yeah, <laughs> keep hammering that. Yeah, just get it into your mind. Actually, I think through uh, genetic testing, they found that uh, a lot of people in England still are mostly Celtic. Yeah, because yeah. the Germans, the fucking. I mean, there's so many Germans that have invaded uh, England, though, right? So Vikings, Scandinavians, mm-hmm. Anglo-Saxons, Normans. I believe are still Germans. They're not. Uh, they're not Gauls. What the Normans? Yeah, they're from. They're Vikings. That's why they're called. Yeah. They're Germans. Northmen. Yeah, the Northmen, and then they integrated into France, took over that re- the Normandy region. Um, then they're like, hey, you know what? Let's go to England and take that over. And they're like, hey, we speak French now, but probably with a terrible accent. <laughs> it's a Swedish chef trying to speak French. We yep. We yep. Yeah. Well, anyways, um. They talk to this American fella, he tells him about, he blew, he's the one who blew up the ship, because he's like, oh, those spooky vampires, they were killing everyone. Oh, jeez, it was just... Oh, jeez, so many vampires. It was too spooky. These British guys are really impressed, they're like, oh, yes. No, I don't think the, I don't think the colonel blues them. No, they love it, they're like, oh, yes, another little strong, willful Yankee. <laughs> it's just kind of spunk that saved us in World War II. Yeah, but uh, they're like, all right, well, I guess we can use this American. I don't know, I feel like they should have just got a story and be like, all right, back to Texas with you, good luck. <laughs> Meanwhile, the SAS colonel's like, I guess I'm going to have him hang around along with me. Yeah, yeah but it really boils down to is she was too sexy, and so he had to blow up the ship so she couldn't come to Earth and vamp it up. <laughs> oh, man, uh, I don't know if it's in the direction, I assume it is, the overlong sex scene. Hell yeah, I loved it, especially the part where she just blows into the wall and it's like, what's up, it's background. <laughs> also, uh, the sound in the sex scene is so fucking loud. There's just babies screaming in the background, mm-hmm. women screaming, weird, like, cymbal crashes, and um, it's not particularly erotic. He's kissing a lot of collarbones and faces and stuff, and like... He's just, like, pushing his face into her a yeah, lot, and like, so that's his weird. hands are everywhere. Um, lighting is cool. I did actually like the scene. It was just kind of like, this is dumb. Roxanne! Yeah. You don't have to turn on that red light. But, oh, there's a dream. 
It was all, or was it? It was all a dream. Or is it some sort of vision? Maybe, but he wakes up and he's the sweatiest dude I've ever seen. Yeah, because he's getting some of his last work. Right he's now. got, like, ghoulie drool all over him. That's how sweaty <laughs> he is. Um, and then after this point, they're like, what? You have a psychic connection to Space Girl? We can use this. And at this point is when everyone should be like, oh, it's fucking Dracula. It's Dracula. <laughs> I write in my notes, like, oh, shit, you're familiar. It's Renfield. Yeah. Well, um, so check it out. They, just like Dracula arrives in the United States on a ship. Yeah. Full yeah. corpses, because he drained them all. Yeah, but we missed so the all the beginning of, uh... Oh, yeah, because they, yeah. yeah. I don't know, it's, they just... And then the shifting, again, the shifting perspectives, too, is, is very Dracula. They just don't do a very good job of it. Yeah, no, it's just bad Dracula. It's bad space Dracula with tits. Um, he's like, uh, hey, you ever been hypnotized? Let me hypnotize you. Hypnotoad. And when he was doing it, um, he was like, you're getting real sleepy. And I was, because the movie was boring. I, uh, I fell asleep three times watching this movie. Sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah, you find out she's trying to find a healthy man to feed off of. And then she finds an overweight old English man in the Yeah, she switched bodies too for some reason. Yeah, well, this, this, this is where this. The, the lore and the rules of the movie start to really break down. <laughs> But yeah, that dude didn't look that healthy. Um, she seduces him. Uh, who knows what happens. That she's like, I'm packing up my dress. She's pulling her dress over her knees. He's touching <laughs> her thigh. He's touching it. It was really too much for me. She had really freckly thighs too, which you don't see too often. Yeah, clearly. Like, I have a lot of freckles. Because I'm... Uh, I guess I'll reveal this on the podcast now. I'm technically a ginger. <laughs> I think you said ginger really uh, before. Yeah. Well, I don't really have... My hair in my brain is not really red anymore. I also have super dark eyes, but my beard's really red, and I do have some freckles. Uh, yeah, so, I don't know. It doesn't look that healthy. She's got freckly legs. Cut to the doctor. Uh, he's got a big fucking metal sword. And he's like, I know what to do about these fucking vampires. <laughs> Stab them. Just like they say in the books. Yeah, so they, um, based on his visions, they're able to track down the... Woman that she supposedly inhabited, and then she's at some <laughs> place for the criminally insane. She's a nurse there. Yeah. And, uh, uh, well, Patrick, Patrick Stewart's there, too. Oh, yeah. Patrick, Patrick Stewart's there. He's like the, he runs the place. And, um, yeah, so she's a nurse, but a uh, cowboy man attacks her, and she's like, <laughs> yeah. she's a masochist. She's an extreme masochist. She wants to be hurt. And so he just manhandles her for a while. <laughs> I'm gonna sex interrogation her. Yeah. Is what it, was. it was really weird. And it, yeah, it was weird. Uh, then he somehow finds out a description from her about who Vampire Lady jumped into. He describes him as Patrick Stewart, and he's like, oh yeah, the child murderer. <laughs> <laughs> and so they go into his room. They're gonna interrogate him with some drugs. But apparently, Cowboy Man was touched by Patrick Stewart and realized that Patrick Stewart was actually Space Girl. So they tackle him, put the drugs in him, and they're going to interrogate him now. Uh, apparently, this Cowboy Man could just read minds and shit, because one time he was possessed by her slightly, and so now he can read the minds of anyone she also possessed. See, this is fucking... It's all over the place. None of this shit's making sense. <laughs> I do like uh, the nurse, uh, the nurse assistant Lurch. Yeah, um, this is like uh, Lampson or something you know, like that. Uh, Lampson. I noticed that uh, pretty much every character in this movie has got a son name, like Carlson, Lampson. Uh, I don't know. Bjornson. Yeah. Bjornson. Which you know, hey, why do all those English people have son names? Is it because they have some affiliation with the uh, the patronic, patronic naming system of? North Germany and the Viking lands? Huh. They bring more drugs, though, because we're going to fucking drug the shit out of Patrick Stewart. Cowboy Man's fucking losing it at this point. <laughs> I, like, Patrick Stewart's acting this is kind of weird. It's like, he's just screaming. He's like, whatever. He knows what's yeah, going on. Yeah, this movie's fucking crazy. Like, he's nuts. Like, whatever. Yeah, they're just fucking drugging him, yelling at him. She's it's switching into Space Girl. Fucking Patrick Stewart has his first on-screen kiss, apparently. With a, with a dude. With a dude in this, yeah. So kiss him. Kiss your captain. Yeah. And she's, I don't know, fucking trying to steal his life force or something. And they just, <laughs> they uh, double fist those drugs into him. <laughs> Stab him <laughs> right, right in the both sides. Yeah. For no reason. 
Yeah, and they're like, all right, well, fucking let's get her back to London or whatever. Um, they call the doctor <laughs> with the sword because he was about to. The, I don't. There's a shortcut where the one of the sergeant guys walks in. And he's like, hey, can I talk to you? And he's yeah. Like, yeah, one second. So they call the doctor, and he's like, turns out the vampire boys um, actually killed the guards, transformed into them, then transformed the guards' bodies into the burnt up some bodies, and blah blah blah. They, fucking can read minds and transform bodies and I don't know they got all these weird shit powers that <laughs> we didn't know about until like two seconds but he's like yeah you just kill him with swords I stab the shit out of him he's <laughs> fucking dead uh, but back to the helicopter the coolest effect in the movie takes place oh and the whole movie is like turned into like a zombie apocalypse movie at this point no not yet it's about to oh okay first we get this really cool effect like blood starts shooting out of uh, Patrick Stewart and the other, oh, yeah. the other guy who died I, I don't know he was unimportant to the story he died while they were interrogating him. Kind of he fell down and broke his neck or something. But blood starts shooting out of him. It's gathering together into a heart. Gross blood woman. Yeah, and then it turns into um gross blood version of Space Girl. And uh, she's like, hey, you guys fucking suck. <laughs> and it turns into blood. And like, oh, no, she's free. Fucking okay, I guess. Like, what is this power? What is she doing? Wait, um, what does this mean? Yeah. And then it turns out her body, she's not actually... I don't know, she's not actually possessing people because her body's in London, and I don't know if she's fucking, her consciousness is jumping around, and she's traveling by blood. Like I, I don't know what your problem is. This all makes perfect sense. I mean, it's not too complex to follow. It's just like, none of it lines up. <laughs> or why? It's just like, yeah, this shit happens, and this happens, and she can do this, and blah, 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 blah. Fucking, you kill them with swords, though. It's, it's a boring movie, and this is really bad. Right? Yeah. Uh, that effect is really cool. Cowboy Man, American Cowboy, reveals that uh, he just really, he was the one that set her free, and he loved her a bunch, and she took some of his life force, and he's like, oh, I survived, no one else did, because I deserve the kisses. <laughs> and that, and now we see London is burning, Yeah, but I live by the river. <laughs> <laughs> live by the river, London calling. Yeah, my note says London has fallen. Because I was like, hmm, maybe uh, Gerard Butler will show up. <laughs> no, I literally just wrote the class little lyrics. Yeah. Which, that's better than mine. Uh, yeah, we see basically zombies now. Which also uh, spits in the face of the rules they established earlier in the movie. Right? Yeah, they get the they, life force sucked out. Two hours later, they come back to life. And then they, if they don't dust. get life force. They, all these people should be dust that are chasing people. I don't know, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, they also don't look like they're trying to suck the life force out of people. They look like they're, they're trying, trying to, to eat them. Beat the show. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. Uh, you can't trust the government because Prime Minister is a zombie too, or something. Yeah, he's sucking he tries the force to... of the secretary. So, I don't know, come here, like... didn't give you the kisses. <laughs> Janice, come here, come on, Janice, come on, come on. Come on, come Janice, on. it's happening again. <laughs> this time's gonna be a little different. I like though that when um, uh, SAS man Kane and American Cowboy Carlson see that, they just look at each other and like, eh, let's get back on the helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> and they do, and they get chased by some zombies. Some fuck, I don't. They're zombies, man. One of them <laughs> tries to hold on to the helicopter. He accidentally pulls. He degloves his hand because he's a zombie, and falls off. The other one gets shot with the flare, but they're just zombies. You got why are there zombies now? What the fuck? <laughs> I would be more angry at this movie, but it's so boring that I don't care. I actually like this movie, and I like how ridiculous it gets at the end. But just the like internal consistencies um, upset me because I like. Um, I don't know, I feel like you have to have a set of rules for your horror movie, even if it's, like, supernatural or sci-fi. You gotta, like, the rules need to make sense and be internally consistent. When right, not, you don't actually have to state the rules, but you can't, like, you can't have this weird jumping around all over the Well, they just make up shit as they go, right? Like, some like sort a of, horror story. Yeah, or, like, some sort of regular-ass anytime TV show you see where it's written by multiple people and they don't know how many seasons they're gonna get. And they came up with the... One idea for the pilot, and then they got picked up, and they're like, I don't know, let's make shit up as we go. <laughs> Just direct lots. Yeah. Well, that's why um, sitcoms worked on TV for so long. They're episodic. Yeah, you Just write whatever the fuck you want. But now everything's got to be long-form serial drama, and they're still using the same, like, business and writing techniques that they use for sitcoms for well, TV and shit. I mean, it's like, some of that has changed. Like, you see a lot more limited series now. Yeah, luckily. But... Even those suffer from the same uh, business problems of TV. Yeah, like well, True Detective Season 1 as compared to True Detective Season 2. Just because they needed to get Season 2 out. Couldn't get this. They, first season, all one director, all one writer. 
he had years and years to write the first season. Fucking amazing. Second season, writing was rushed. Very bad. Multiple directors every episode. Or not every episode, but multiple directors for the series. Some of them are fucking Game of Thrones directors. Who, I don't care what you say, fucking all the directors on that show are bland as fuck. Yeah, I mean, Game of Thrones is not a show that I think is bad. I don't think direction is that amazing. They have a lot of money. Well, I do now. <laughs> well, no, that's what everyone's... We yeah, have the costumes and the special effects. Yeah, that's like, not... Cool, they have a lot... They have a big budget. Cool. Yeah, but I mean, th- that's that's part of directing, but it's not... We're, I don't like the kind of what's actually in camera. Yeah, then it's all... Yeah. Oh, okay, so... Establishing shot. Close up of one character. Other character talks, close up of them. Back to the other character. It's fucking just TV show shit. Dutch angle. Yeah. No, sometimes <laughs> our Dutch angles are which are weird. But alright, I, I digress, man. We're talking about Life Force, so what the fuck do I know about filmmaking? <laughs> Except for Toby Hooper is a good director. He knows how to at least point the camera and make something happen, you know? Um, fucking SAS guy is really upset that NATO is about to, or NATO declared, um, military, uh... Yeah, they're gonna, they're gonna... What the fuck do... is it called? Um... Uh, martial law? Martial law. <laughs> you know the shit that, like, conservatives are always worried about? That's why they have to have so many guns. He's like, NATO? Yeah, so they can fight the National no, Guard? No, it's just great when, like, yeah, NATO's declared martial law, and he's like, NATO? NATO? NATO of all people? How does NATO declare martial law in England? I don't know, but they're gonna nuke England if this shit doesn't They're gonna duke nuke England. <laughs> yeah, like, fuck that shit. Yeah, then the American guy reveals, like, oh, yeah, you know, when they, this is where he's, yeah, we don't know what they really look like, because they just... No, they look like a fucking bat demon, I've seen them. Oh, yeah, you haven't seen it yet. <laughs> No, they saw it on the space, in the spaceship, remember? You don't know that yet. <laughs> Pretty sure. But he's like, yeah, I don't know what they look like. Um, whenever they encounter a new species, they have to mate with it a little bit to figure it out. And she mated with me a little bit, so we're going to be kissing forever. And you're starting to be like, this American guy is just like, he's into this. He's into space girl. Like, <laughs> he's not here to help. He's here finally to get some kisses. Yeah, I'm on you, Renfield. Yeah. Uh, the American guy does take off, because he's like, I'm going to find her, and give her kisses. And uh, then the SAS guy's like, well, I got to go after him. And one of the, like, the colonel there, who's running the shit, is like, well, we've only got an hour and a half, though. <laughs> <laughs> Before the nuke comes, I guess. But it's just interesting. That he's, you only got an hour and a half, man. Like, well, just give up. <laughs> you only have an hour and a half. Uh, he's like, fuck it, I'm going, whose car is this? And some other random, he's like, it's the colonel's. And he's like, give me the keys. The dude has the keys. <laughs> Why does the dude have the colonel's keys? <laughs> yeah, this movie's crazy. <laughs> he's just driving through zombies now. I actually do like some of the driving scenes, because you tell they're on um, just a stage, and they're like rocking the car back and forth, and people are just walking by as if he's driving. <laughs> Good stuff. Reminds me of, like, the Mighty Boosh. <laughs> I haven't seen... I'm going to watch Mighty Boosh again. <laughs> We're going to... That's the next episode. <laughs> We're just going to watch season one of the Mighty Boosh. Do you ever watch, um... The Big Fat Quiz of Everything? Mm-hmm. They do one every year for, like, oh, the Big Fat Quiz of 2018, or, you know, at the end of the year. But, uh... It's usually got, like, Richard Iowate, Mo Fielding, David Mitchell. You know, like, the best of the best in British TV comedy. Should check it out sometime. Just watch Big Fat Quiz of 2018. It's pretty funny. Is Nick Frost on it? Nah. I'm out. He's like too important to be on TV in England, I think. Um, anyways, this will probably be cut. But that's one of the only things I like about England is some of their comedians. <laughs> their comedy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> then we cut to Cowboy Man also driving. Um, he gets the art zombie arm caught in his window and he pulls it off. And the prop's really bad. It's like, it looks like Spirit Store Halloween servo. (laughs) (laughs) SAS guy goes to, uh, back to the space station place, right? The European Space Center. To meet, um, the doctor guy who's acting real suspicious. He's like, oh, let me tell you more about life force. (laughs) He's like, hey man, let me, let me give Uh, you Turns out there is life force after death. (laughs) Yeah, because you get connected to her brain or some... I don't know, they're making up more bullshit. But yeah, so he obviously did get kissed by the vampire man before he killed him. Because mm-hmm. he's like, I don't need kisses now. <laughs> Would you like to kiss a little more? 
Yeah, but he shoots them in the... Remember he said earlier it's like two inches below the heart is yeah. like the source of your life force, so like your pancreas or something. <laughs> so he shoots him there. Spleen. Um, pancreas is lower. Oh yeah, well he shoots him in the spleen. The old man's like, "Well, there I go." <laughs> his life force gets blasted out the window. Luckily, uh, Kane or Colin, whatever his name is, SAS man. Peter Firth. Yeah, Peter Firth. <laughs> Colin Firth's brother. He. Uh... He's like, let me grab He's that like, sword. He's like, hold on, I'm gonna be King Arthur real quick. Yeah, but you notice he touches the sword and it just like straight up wiggles. Like it's not in there very good. And when he pulls like, it out and skeletons, like, whoa, uh, fucking <laughs> some more scenes of the zombies partying. Like, <laughs> just straight up like. Peter Fred is gonna run thirty blocks to stab a Batman. Yeah, and it's like, shouldn't they be blown up without their dust monsters? But it's like straight up chaos. Like there's just zombies running around. Falling on the ground, blue lights flying everywhere. The soundtrack is just loud as shit again. It's like, oh, random shots of Peter Firth running. Well, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> but oh, he found out from the old guy. I mean, I forgot to mention this important detail that Space Girl's body is in the cathedral. And, whoa, how how ironic. Is that iron? How coincidental? How. It's not really ironic, it's just. It's like rain on your wedding day. Mm-hmm. It's a good advice. You yeah. take. But, uh... It's a free ride. One of the vampire men, the surviving one, is there in front of the cathedral just sucking up a bunch of energy. Yeah. Uh, does he have a line of dialogue in the version you watched? I don't think he did. Alright, so... I didn't write it down if he did. Check it out. If you're watching the theatrical version, he doesn't say anything, but if you have captions on, there will be a line of dialogue that he says. If you're watching the director's cut version, he actually says it. And it's actually scary as shit because of how they, like, filter his voice. <laughs> and it doesn't seem like it should be coming from that dude because he's, like, you know, a handsome, like, young guy. <laughs> it's, I'm pretty sure says it's, like, if you just come to me, it'll be less terrifying. But it's, like, the if you just come to me, it'll be less terrifying. But also, like, part robot and shit. You know how they've been fucking with their voices? The yeah. Moment? It's, I was, like, oh, holy shit. Because <laughs> I also don't think I've seen the director's cut before. So I... Don't remember this like event yeah. being in the movie. And I was like, "Oh, what?" But um, he just runs up and stabs his ass. Yeah, he does. He's like, "Oh, I'm coming, coming for you, bitch!" And then this is where we see, yeah, yeah, you're gonna be a lot less terrifying. Yeah, they are just humanoid bat people. Yeah. You know, as you would assume, since that's what Dracula turns into. And, and that's what we saw on the fucking ship at the very beginning. Yeah, I, true I, form reveals. Check off the alien before. Yeah, he rolls into the cathedral. There's a blue pillar of light. Uh, so it's about to be like a comic book movie where you have to defeat a blue pillar of light. Mm-hmm. You, know, you notice they do that all the time. <laughs> Weird. Uh, but no, it's actually uh, Carlson and the Space Girl that are down there. They're like, knocking boots. Kind of. They're pushing like, into standing each other. up and kissing and stuff. Rubbing, but, they're rubbing fronts. Yeah, but he's like, well, bang, okay. But um, Carlson sees Kane and he's like, Kane! Kane! I love you! Kane, I got sore! <laughs> No, Kane. Sorry, Carlson, I got a sword. Yeah, but no, Carlson like sees him and he's like, "What up, Kane? <laughs> Good to see you, man." Look at this shit. Um, and I don't get it. I don't because it's I'm convinced he just loves Space Girl. You know? I think he's of two minds. Like he's like he wants, wants to, to save humanity. Thing, he wants know. to save humanity, right? Yeah, but he throws him the sword. He stabs it through both of them, but it's too late. They just blast off back into their ship for life force too. I guess, yeah, and then the ship's all lit up because it's got enough life force, and like, alright, well, let's skedaddle. And they lived happily ever after. Yeah, my notes just say weird sex stuff. Because, I mean, like, the whole, even the sword piercing both of them, that's another weird sex shit. Mm-hmm. But, so it's presumably they just went back to their spaceship to have a lot of space sex until they went to another planet and get some more life force, right? I guess. Uh, yeah, I guess it's a happy ending. Everyone got what they wanted. Humans, I don't feel like humans did. They, I mean, they didn't all get killed. So, that's pretty cool. And then Carlson gets to just go into space and bang his space wife. Uh, so, you know, how many Oscars do you think this movie actually deserved? Surely best costume for all the blandly dressed British men. I saw, like, at least three different types of military uniforms. So, at least three Oscars for that. One of the producers toyed with the idea of waxing Matilda May, Space Girl, because he really? thought it would make her look less nude. 
What? Which makes me think he just doesn't know, like, human anatomy or never spent time with women. Like, he thought it There is a point where you can kind of see a pubic hair, but I think that's the only shot. There's only one shot of it. Yeah. But it's, um, so, you know what? When you can see her pubic hair, you'll know she's naked. But if she doesn't have pubic hair and you can see her vulva, maybe people won't know. I just really think he, like, thought... Like women's vulva, you know, these exposed part of the genitals is like hidden. I feel like he's had to have seen it before, right? I don't know. I don't. It just seems weird to me. You know, let's wax her, because then she'll seem less new. I feel like he just wanted to wax her, and he's trying to think of some dumbass excuse for it. That could be it. You um, gotta remember, this is the '80s, and a lot of creepy producers and uh, filmmakers. Which is also what we call today. <laughs> today, <laughs> we're it's 2019 now. Oh, that's true, isn't it? We're in the future. We're in Blade Runner times. LA 2019. Well, uh, yeah, so Life Force is a good movie. No, it's not. It's good because it's bad. Actually, um. No, I mean, like, it, I don't know. It's not Ghoulie. I don't, I didn't, I don't know. This movie and Ghoulies are very. This movie I takes, didn't enjoy it. Even it. more so than Ghoulies, this movie takes itself a little too seriously. Yeah, that's the problem. Because they, I'm telling you, they really thought they had something here. Like, I think they really thought, yeah, this I mean, is I kinda, I, like, I kind of can see it with Over the Top. They had some shit there, but this movie, I don't see where they thought that this was going to be a, a hit. Oh, no, it was the 80s. People didn't really know what was going on. I feel like you did. <laughs> like, E.T. did really well. He's naked. <laughs> I feel like if that's your logic, then you kind of missed the point. That's 80s logic to me, like, producer type logic. Uh, oh That's no. how you get a, a McDonald's making, remaking E.T. Hell yeah. Mac and Me. Hey, it's uh, if you guys are interested, the uh, Mystery Science Theater version of Mac and Me is pretty good. Oh, I'll check that out. I like, well, I don't like Mac and Me, but it's just funny that it exists. Yeah. <laughs> Kids in a wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we didn't talk about politics very much in this one. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's not a lot of political jumping off points in the Space Vampire one. Yeah. Well, I guess that's about it. Um, I was thinking we could watch Weird Science next. I think oh, you be, watch Weird Science? I think that'll be a really, John Hughes, huh? a really problematic experience to go over. I feel like, you know, if you were, for John Hughes movies, I, I actually think Weird Science isn't the worst example. One of the tamer ones? Yeah, I think um, I think Pretty in Pink. What, because of the panty stuff? Uh, because of Conrad's oh, right. head and, oh, yeah. uh, and the quasi-drunk rape. Yeah. Know? Hmm, interesting. Well, I I like Weird Science more than Pretty in Pink, and we definitely watched it more. Yeah, I, when we watched it a lot as a kid, but I haven't watched it in like 20 years. Yeah, let's yeah. watch Weird Science. Hell yeah. Weird Science. Science. <laughs> you can see Rob, uh, Robert Downey Jr. in one of his first roles. Hell yeah, he's badass in the movie as a bully. <laughs> Just like real life. Is he a bully? I don't think Not so. Really. I think he, likes her- he used to like heroin. But yeah, that doesn't make you a bully. Who didn't? <laughs> I remember, uh, supposedly one time he's just got arrested driving around high on heroin like with his guns and stuff in Los Angeles. That <laughs> just makes Robert Downey Jr. seem cool. <laughs> to me. <laughs> well, I mean, the, there's that he woke up in someone uh, someone else's house in their kid's bed, right? Oh, I don't know, maybe. Yeah, that sounds like so Robert Downey Jr. Sounds like Tony Stark to me. Alright, cool. This has been Space Force. Go to the website. MoveAdgeProductions.com I'm Sean. That's that's Kyle over there. I'm Kyle. Um, I'm gonna be, be famous. Uh, I mean, I don't. I might be. I don't really care. Give me money. Yeah. All right. Later, though.